Hallelujah, everybody. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Father, I want to worship you. I want to magnify you, Lord. I want to exalt you this day. I want to give you praise. I want to give you all the glory, honor, and praise of God. I worship you, Father, for your goodness. I worship for your faithfulness, O God. Father, my God, I pray upon this day, O Lord. The Father, you open our eyes, our understanding, O God, my Lord. That we, O Lord, will come to know, Father, what you have called us. That every word, every promise, every declaration that you said in your word, Father, you will fulfill it in our life, O God. I thank you, Father, Lord, O God. In Jesus' name, O God. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Once again, we are back on a wonderful day to share the very word of God. What a, a silent moment to come to know, to dig into the word of God, to, to sink into the word of God. It is surely is a very exciting moment. I'm telling the truth, like, I didn't know that we were going to share the word because I was so tired today, but God is so faithful. You know? Oh, if I tell you the faithfulness of God, it's by God's grace. I really thank God for the grace of God. To just to stand upon the world. I do not take this moment. Uh, I don't take it for granted. I see it as a privilege. The honor. To have the strength to speak the word of God. To go into the very deep. Where many are unable to reach. Oh what a wonderful. Wonderful moment of life. I, do, I cannot take this moment. Just for granted. I see it as an honor. A privilege. Just to share the very word of God. In, in my tiredness, in my weaknesses, yet I have the very grace to share the mystery of the word of God. Hallelujah. So we read, as we follow up, the last time we opened was on Genesis 20. Today we're going to read about 21. Oh, what a blessed chapter today. My God, this was the time that God fulfilled the prophecy that God gave to Abraham. We have come to realize in chapter 21, the Bible says the Lord kept his word and did to Sarah exactly as promised. How many of you, what prophetic word, what word, what promise had God spoken over your life? I'm here to tell you that God is a God who keep his word. God is a faithful God and whatever he say he will do, he will do it. God is never late. He's always on time. You see, many of us believe that God is taking so long. No. He's always on time. The Bible says God's time is not our time. One day is like a thousand days or years to God. Hallelujah. So we have come to realize that God fulfilled the promise. You see, what amazes me is this. That Abraham did not see doubts. Did not see the debt until the promise was fulfilled. I want to tell you one thing. That no matter what you are going through, what no matter what struggle you are facing in life, when is a promise of God, 
God that is linked to his promise, linked to his destiny, to the, to the destiny, to the calling that God has predestined. No matter what, what you are facing, you will overcome it because of the, the promise of God is connected to his purpose, to the nation. I want you to realize that Abraham was meant to bring forth a child, a promise, a child who was which descended is leading to Christ. Abraham went through many struggles, many battles for he to be this day, but yet Abraham overcome unto the promise because of the promise of God. Abraham was preserved. His life was preserved. Abraham lived alive despite his age. Abraham did not face death. God preserved Abraham because the promise which God have declared in his life is is Connected to the descendant of the bloodline to Jesus Christ. I want to tell you one thing that the promise of God is connected to his purpose. That many descended, many people, many people in the, in the, in the Many people are men who will be connected to your destiny are meant to be saved because of the purpose, because of the souls, because of the the the, 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 the what God has put destiny in your life. You will be preserved because of God's promise. And God surely fulfilled the promise in the life of Abraham. And the Bible says that she become pregnant and give birth to a child. And the one thing that amazes me is this. The Bible said that when Sarah give birth for a child, she declared that God have given me a laughter. I want you to realize that this is the very woman who was doubting God. This is the very woman. Excuse me. This is the very woman who was doubting God, who was laughing when the when the when Jesus visited Abraham. This was the very woman. Now that she gave the promise, she said that God have given me a laughter. It's amazing that many of us we have the character of Sarah that when God declare a promise in our life, we doubt the promise of God. But when we see the promise fulfilled, we begin to act different. My brother and sister, I want us to check ourselves. Do not come to God in a time of testing, in a time of waiting. Do not yet, do not allow, do not let your character to be different to the time when God, God fulfilled the promise. Just like the time when the Lord visited John the Baptist's father, that the the angel of the Lord visited him. And the Bible says that, that the Bible says that, that he doubted the angel. And because he doubted the angel, the Bible said he was dumb. But when the promise was fulfilled, he began to praise God. But there is a difference. The, the same angel visited Mary. The character Mary displayed. Even though the promise was not fulfilled, Mary's character was pleasing to God. And when the promise 
promise was fulfilled. A character was not just was a character was not just pleasing to God, but rather grow in God. The question I want to display to you today: How is your character in a time of testing? How is your reaction in a time of testing? Is your behavior? Is your character in a time of testing? In a time of waiting, are you believing God or are you doubting God? Or are you are you in a light in a world that you you're, you're laughing at God and say, God, how can this be? Or are you acting? Do you have the character of Abraham who believed in God, who stand firm with God, and believe the God that surely you will fulfill your word? And when the promise was fulfilled, Abraham rejoiced. Abraham rejoiced with, 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 God, with God. I want you to realize, wanted I've come to realize that those sorrow, those sorrow was rejoicing at, at, the, at what God have done in her life. But there's one thing I want us to realize. If you look at further, the Bible says that when Isaac grew up, the Bible says, Said as Abraham set a party, and in the Bible said that Sarah saw that Ishmael and the mother they begin to mock Isaac, and Abraham saw that, and Abraham and, and, and sorry, Sarah saw that. So Sarah went to Abraham and told Abraham, "Send these people, separate these people for me." One thing I've come to realize the character, our character, if our character is not right with God, if our character is not rooted in God, it will always lead us to problem. It's, it's Isaac, Abraham, Sarah. Though Sarah was was a, a wife that wishes to fulfill the promise of God, but though Sarah was used by God, but her character is not of God. I want you, many of you, to be careful that you can be used by God, but if your character is not rooted in God, you can place yourself in trouble. You can miss the promised land. You can miss the, the, the place the, the place that God has declared in our life. Because the reason why I feel the Spirit of the Lord is shaking this in my spirit. That many of us because God is using us because God is fulfilling his word through our life. We believe that we are right with God. We are taking God's grace for granted. Our character is not of God. We are behaving like the world. And because God's grace is upon our life. Because God is doing wonders because of his promise. But we are not checking ourselves. We are not seeing our weaknesses. We are not seeing the wickedness of our heart. But because of the grace of God, 
We intend to cover our sin, cover our filthiness, cover our new of a wicked character. Oh my God, I want us, my brother and sister, do not be mistaken. Do not take the grace of God to cover your sin and your wickedness because that is what Sarah was doing. Sarah was taking God's grace to cover a wicked character. A character is not of God. Sarah, though she was a wife to Abraham, but a character in God was not right. I want you to realize it was Sarah disobedient. It was Sarah's sin. It was Sarah impatient that caused Ishmael to be born. It was Sarah. And I want you to realize that because a character toward God, was not right. It's lead to it. It's lead to a problem. What I'm trying to tell you that when our character, when we are not obeying the fruit of the spirit and spirit of God in us, that are the fruit of the flesh will give birth to the things of the flesh. Will give birth to things outside the promise of God. So Isaac was the promise of God. Ishmael was not a child of the promise. And yet the Bible said because of because the Bible said that Ishmael was born. And I want you to realize one thing that Ishmael was a result of the of the of the scene of, of, of Sarah. Ishmael was a result of the impatient of the lack of faith of Sarah and Abraham in God. Ishmael was the result of the of the outside the will of God in Abraham and Sarah's life. I want you to realize many of us today that we have some secret sin in our life. We have some secret sin that we have given birth to. There are some sin in our life that we have give button that we have give button there is a there is a button which have been produced because of the sin because of we are step outside the will of God there are some things that we are doing outside God's will and because of it we have give button there is a button of sin which have come to the land of the living so the Bible showed me one thing. The Bible said that when Isaac grew up, the Bible says that Isaac grew up and was about to be weary. When I was checking the internet, what does weary means? Weary means that a child, that means when someone was about to go from a child to a young man. That means Isaac was around 12 o'clock. That means Isaac was going from a milk to maturity. So Abraham set a party for that occasion. But the Bible says that, that the mother of, of the mother of Ishmael and Ishmael were mocking Isaac. I want you to realize one thing that many of us that we are holding on to some sacred sin in our life. We are holding on to some things which is outside the will of God. We are 
according unto some behavior. Ishmael was the result of, of a bad of a bad character. Ishmael was a result of a bad behavior. Ishmael was a result of, a, of, of the fruit outside the word of God. There are some things in our life that we are holding on that is not of God. There are some things we are doing that is not of God. There are some things that still attach to our life that is not of God. I want to tell you, my brother and sister, that if as long you hold on to that secret sin, as long you hold on to that ways, to that anger, bitterness, as long you hold on to it, when you are about to grow, when you do your blessings about to be to be to be flourished out, and we I'm here to tell you that that's the things of the past, it is always have its way to get in the way of your destiny. The things of the past which you have not separated yourself, which you have not let go, always have its way to crook in into your destiny, to distract your destiny, to interact with your destiny. I want you to realize that this that Isaac was a child of destiny that if Ishmael and Isaac stay together and grow up together there will be interrupted with the destiny and the purpose of God so the Bible said that Sarah told her husband he said get away get separated my son from these people send them away I want you to realize one thing that God permits Abraham to send them to send them away, though it was not pleasing to Abraham. I ask myself, why will God allow that? that is a cruel thing, though it was the sin of Sarah for that these people to be going through this. But I've come to realize one thing that that God would do anything to to not allow. Allowed his purpose, will not allow his destiny, which have ordained to be interrupted. Have we have come to realize if we don't separate ourselves from that secret way, secret sin, if we don't separate ourselves from things that is not of God, things that have not been ordained, that is not the that's outside the will of God, you have to separate yourself, you have to get away of it. Get them out of your life because if you don't get them out of your life, they will always interact with your destiny. They will always interrupt with your calling. The Bible said that Abraham had to separate Ishmael and the mother away from, from Isaac because they will interact with the destiny of Isaac. I'm here to tell you my brother and sister, many of you are still holding Holding on to things of that is not of God, your ways, your character, the fruits. There are some fruits of the flesh in you, anger, bitterness, all these fruits which have been born outside the will of God. I'm here to tell you if we don't get way of them, if we don't get way of them out of your life, they will always get in the way of your destiny. 
There are some things in your life you need to cut them off. You need to separate yourself. There are some people, there are some friends you need to cut them off out of your life because they're outside the will of God. They will always get in the way of your destiny. They will always. Abraham have to separate Ishmael and the murder so that the destiny of Isaac will not be interrupted. I want to tell you, my brother and sister, it's not about the numbers of people around you. It's not about what you have. It's about the calling and the destiny of God in your life. And whatever you're holding on is outside the will of God. You need to cut them off. You need to separate yourself. Cut them off out of your life because they will interact with your destiny. So the Bible says, uh, Abraham, uh, when he wake up, uh, he wake, the Bible says, when he wake up, uh, he begin to tell the, tell the Ishmael and the mother uh, and send them away with water uh, and with some supply. Uh. But the Bible says uh, that what they have run out. Uh, I want to tell you one thing, uh, the dog, the dog Abraham send it, the mother, the the mother of Ishmael away. God was still with Ishmael because I, Ishmael was the seed of Abraham. I want to encourage my brother and sister that when you are going to the time of dryness, when you are going to the time of tears, do not think that God has forgotten or is not looking at you. Do not think God don't see it. Because the Bible says when Ishmael and the mother were in the wilderness, the mother separated herself from the child because she could not stand to see the death of her son but the Lord God Almighty intervened and the Lord said go and comfort your son I'm here to tell you do not let go what God have given to you comfort it hold on to it because God sees the tears of your life he sees your struggle he sees the burden you're going through my God one thing I've come to realize one thing I've come to realize uh, that there is a promise of God in our life uh, and we have to hold on to God. Uh, we have to believe in God uh, because one thing I've come to realize uh, that if we step outside the will of God, uh, we are positioning ourselves for disaster. Uh, many of us today, uh, we are blaming the devil uh, of, uh, for attacking uh, our life, uh, Attacking, interacting with our destiny. But I've come to realize that there are some things, there are some nature, there are some foods which have been born out of our own action. There are some things that which we have conceived out of our own action outside the will of God. And that very seed, that very food is what is inter with our destiny. I want to tell you one thing. If you find yourself involved in witchcraft in the past, do not think that when you become a child of God, when your promise of God is fulfilled in your life, do not think that what you have done in the past is gone. No. I'm here to tell you one thing. If you don't cut off that ways, if you don't separate yourself from this witchcraft, those witchcraft will follow you. They will follow you. 
you have to do some spiritual battle to cut them off. It's not just you letting go, but there are some spiritual warfare that must take place to cut off some things which you have done in your life. Many people today don't know the 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 things of spiritual warfare. We need to go into spiritual warfare. There's some things that you don't, don't cut off physically, but you have to cut them off spiritually. My God, I feel the spirit of revelation is dropping my spirit. I believe the Lord wants to open the mystery, the hidden things, this strategy that many people have lacking to understand today. I want to tell you that as the spirit of the Lord is dropping in my spirit right now that, that many people today that you have let go of your past you used to watch pornography but you stopped watching them you used to lie but you stopped, stopped lying you used to steal but you stopped but many people have come to your what we have come to realize is this that though you stop those things but spiritually if you don't cut them off you don't do deliverance upon your life. If we don't cut them on spiritually, they are still attached to you, dwelling in your life. The Bible tells me, I want to show you the mystery. The Bible says when Lazarus came out, the Bible says Jesus said to the people, lose him. I want you to realize that God has brought you out of the darkness, but God is expecting you to lose yourself, to lose. There are some things that we must be loose in our life. I want you to realize that when Lazarus came out of the grave, he was wearing the garment of death. The garment of death. And that garment had to be loose. It had to be loose out of him. It was not Jesus who lose him, but rather the people lose him. There are some spiritual warfare. There are some things that that we must lose in prayer. I want you to realize one thing that there are some things that we must separate ourselves. We must send them away out of your life physically and spiritually. Many of us we have stopped doing them physically but spiritually they are still attached in your life. That is why. That's why every time the promise of God is about to be fulfilled. When the promise of God is when the blessing of God is about to be seen that we find things interacting, we find things blocking your destiny because what you used to do, the things which you have done outside the will of God have not been cut off spiritually. You have to cut them off. I'm here. Let me share you a testimony. Let me give you a testimony. One thing, one thing I can say that I'm not a afraid of and bold enough to declare that the God Almighty is good. I'm as a child who used to watch pornography. I was so deep into pornography. I'm here to tell you one thing, that when I stopped watching pornography physically, but one thing I failed to understand, that there was some, that, that there must be some spiritual warfare that I must be done. When I stopped watching 
Jesus used to have the dreams that the demons of morality would come to me to seduce me but what I fail to know that there must be some spiritually warfare that must be done but when the Lord brought to me some understanding the Lord brought to me that when door I bring you out of the light but you must lose yourself of that garment of morality there is some garment that we are still wearing just like Lazarus when he came out of the grave he was still wearing the garment of death the garment of morality that we are still wearing upon us we have to lose that garment we have to lose it that is when I start going to some spiritual warfare cutting up the spirit of pornography in my life cutting them off if I tell you today that not only I no longer want pornography but I believe by the power of God that they have been cut off in my life that when God is about to fulfill his promise they will not interact with the destiny and the purpose of God in my life so what the Bible shows me clearly that though Isaac the Sarah and Isaac was not with with those Sarah I separate myself from the slave those Sarah I separate myself from 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 Ishmael and the murderer but the one thing that the one thing I realize that Ishmael and, and the mother are still living with them, are still dwelling among them. She might be separate from them mentally, emotionally, but in the physical realm, there are still some attachment. In the spiritual realm, there are still some attachment which she, she has to cut them off so that the so that the destiny of, of, of Isaac can be fulfilled and when she come to realize that I want you to realize one thing the reason why the mother of Ishmael and the mother were still with Abraham because she had not received the promise when she saw the promise she realized that these children what I have done outside outside the world of God is causing problem to the promise of God. So she set upon herself to separate herself, separate the church Isaac from Ishmael by sending them away. My brother and sister, it is time for you to send some things in your life, some things from the past. It is time for you to send them away physically and spiritually. Send them away. They are some nature. They are some fruit which have been attached in your life. Do it in your in your life. It is time for you to send them away. Cut them out of your life because they are interacting with your destiny. Oh, my brother and sister, I want to bless the Lord tonight. God, I've, I've come to realize that if I don't cut off some things which I have done, if I don't um, 
mend my ways if I don't cut off the, the things of the of the things outside the will of God out of my life that will interact with your destiny that will set an ambush to your destiny that will always find a way to step upon your destiny oh my brother and sister stay stronger and be blessed